0: welcome back everybody to another episode of the max rounds 30 podcast it's season two that's right we made it more than one season that's what you love to see we got a nice little new look for everything going on now Uh, this will be evolving a little bit over the course of uh, this upcoming season from all that but as usual i am joined by koi from mtu esports jeff from dust Two us and myself from the uwwe Esports. and in 30 minutes we'll be covering all of this past week's North American Cisco content. And there's a lot
1: of it, so strap yourself in. It's going to be a rough one.
0: Let's get things rolling, but first, let's get that timer rolling. And there we are, off to the races. Let's get it off with our roster changes. Hey, that rhymed.
1: All right, now, I think I'm going to take over as Master of Ceremonies for this one because I did write half the articles, so I have a special level of insight (laughs) that only a slave of the system would have. Uh, so we're gonna st- we're gonna go basically chronologically from the start of the week the start of the week to the end of the week, but we're gonna t- combine some stories. So like we're not gonna say, high coach dropped their team, and then like five minutes later talk about picking up players. So for example, we're gonna start off with, uh, team one uh, skulls to the bench, adding uh, XNS from Santa Esports. And now to avoid talking about things no one cares about, we're gonna do this system here where. Jacob to my left and Koi to my right will give me a thumbs up or give me a thumbs down if they think it's an inter- interesting story worth talking about. So let's start, like I said, with skulls uh, minus skulls plus X and S. How do you guys feel about that? I'm giving it a thumbs up. Thumbs up? Okay, yeah. so let's let's dive right into it. What do we think about it?
0: Coy, I'll let you start on this
2: one. Okay, so now... I'm not the most educated on Team 1's most recent performances. Um, but in the past I was always a big fan, especially during their uh what was that season? Was it season 35? That they did really well? Yeah, well, I mean they've
1: been doing consistently well I would think yeah. for the last like
2: But, four but their, their, or their their pro league stint, their their pro league stint was um something that I didn't really keep up to date on. And so it'll be interesting to see how adding a new player how it's going to affect their pro league form that we saw, and then in this cu- upcoming um, MDL season or premier season,
1: yeah, definitely. I think one thing, so like you, I didn't really keep abreast of their European adventure just because um, time zones, and also when they bombed out of pro league, I just kind of lost interest, and there was more pressing topics and matches to watch. Uh, I will say, though, one thing that kind of concerns me is obviously uh, skull stepped down. And for people who don't know, Skulls has sort of been lauded as like a potential upcomer. I mean, honestly, he's been an upcomer for like three years now because he famously played for Luminosity for a fortnight before they dropped their uh, team and left CSGO. But he is known as like a good fragger. And this X S guy who's coming to the team is complete is like a complete unknown. He plays for this small Brazilian club called Santos. and. They haven't really been up to a whole lot, so I'm kind of concerned that he's going to be dead weight or just definitely not as good as Skulls. And one potential wrinkle to that is the fact that they probably couldn't get anyone better because of the ridiculous buyouts in Brazil. Um, I mean, but they still still have Maluki. They still have Balbs. They still have uh, PRT and Pesadelo. So, like, that's a strong four-man. But, like, the thing that concerns me is uh, XNS, although... You know, I mean, they're probably still fine for premiere. I just don't know if this was. This is obviously, I think, like a negative pickup overall.
2: I don't think. I don't think. Um, frankly, when you would watch Team One and like in their in their pro league stint, and then uh, some of the other tournaments that they were playing in, it didn't always feel like it was just an outright we don't have enough fragging power issue. It always felt like there was just like. Little team misplays are just a general across the board lack of experience. So having Skulls step down, I have a feeling we're going to see a fairly similar form in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. because they're still going to have to build as a team together regardless in order to be more competitive. So, yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah. And I mean, like what I was just going to touch on is like, you know, what, of course, with them being back in NA, you know, what? it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out with how they're coming out of Europe after basically falling on their face for a couple of months here um, where they've only put together, like, I don't know, let's see here, like one, two, I think like two or three best of three victories out of like maybe close to 20 played something in that Like they've played a lot of games and they've not really come out with a lot of victories with those. So Maybe this is a needed change. Of course, we'll see. It's not necessarily something. Well, where... the condition
1: of Skull stepping down, I don't necessarily no. think it's something they wanted to happen because they did mention that he's returning to Brazil, and it's like a. And they said like the, the team psychologist signed off on it, so it almost sounds like he's homesick, which you can't really blame him for because he's a player that had never left Brazil except for like a month with Luminosity. And he's been in Europe for four months during COVID, so I assume that's probably what's going on here. I mean, I don't, you know, we don't know anything about Xs. He could turn out to be a fine, he, a fine enough role player or just a good player in general. But I mean, I don't think that there's really a lot to say. We we can't really know if this going to be a good move or a bad move. But I still think they're going to be a top team in NA Premier.
2: Absolutely, I agree.
0: Yeah, okay. uh, it, it'll be nice to see them take a return to form, I think, especially I've I've missed them a lot. Had. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've been in NA for what, like going on three years now. So I've sort of adopted them into the, you know, into the pantheon of NA teams to the same extent you would say with like uh, Bravado when they were in NA. I kind of just consider them to be a home team now. Um, so let's move on to the next move. Uh, GGPR at J Dubs, Beaky, and Quick as a coach, while well, Ninja stepping down to an analyst. Thoughts? In- interested? Do we like the? Do, do we? Do we want to talk about this? Like, no.
2: I I just want to say a quick thing. I uh I think it's a pretty like you know, linear-ish move. I think that um they're gonna be about in the same place that they were last season. Um although if they're all able to put in a consistent amount of time, I could see them taking maps off of you know, your your mid to upper premier teams um somewhat frequently, but I, I definitely wouldn't hold a, a ton of hope for them like, you know, winning the season or anything.
1: I I'm kind of of a separate mind about this. This feels like a very generic like grab two low level premier slash high level advanced players. And I'm not really that hopeful for this lineup just because it's like we said last week they'd have to do something interesting in terms of their roster to inspire like think they were gonna make playoffs again. Because I do ultimately think that making playoffs is kind of a fluke, let's say. So I don't know. I don't really think like Beaky and uh Beaky and J dubs really moved the needle forward. If anything, I'd say they moved the needle a bit back. I don't know.
0: It's I think like, it's
2: about where it was.
0: I don't know what well, they don't have Arkus anymore, you know? And that is uh, I they Arcus kind of felt like the X factor in that roster to me personally. And eh, yeah, that's I true. He felt like the guy who was always able there always able to like like x-factor you know he was just the person who you know you never know what kind of performance whether it be like from a ceiling perspective what you're going to get out of our coups so i personally I, i'm kind of in the same boat with you jeff i'm not super sure if i think this is a upwards move i also uh,
1: think a lot yeah uh, downwards and i think the loss. Of, last thing is like i think the loss of exotic too. He definitely, you know, he was in the other IGL, and I feel like he's probably contributing more than we think in terms of, like, mid-rounding and just generally, like, being a good counterbalance to low rider as they've been long-time collaborators. So, losing him, too, is bad. So, I I don't know. I think this moves the team back. Maybe not in terms of player skill, but definitely in terms of, like, being being a a cohesive unit that has, like, a strong star factor in our coups. Um, Next move, we have uh, OCG Esports Club dropping their French Canadian team. They're now playing as QC Clan, and they've added uh, Incred and SML in place of the still-banned back and Joel's. Um,
0: this is a shame to see OCG go in my opinion, I'm I, so okay. I'll, before we touch on the players, I just want to say for with everybody being like, you know, this is you know everybody back when um they had Vec and you know they, they dropped the players due to the E6 stuff. Um, they kind of you know everybody's like you know you've always been there for us for NA Counter Strike and now they're not. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm I kind of have a feeling they'll come back because yeah. Looking you know, looking at this roster, it's not exactly the most ambitious. Mind you, Increds coming back from being retired to Valorant. SML is sort of an advanced level French Canadian player who's just sort of friends with these guys because of the French Canadian scene being so interconnected. Um, obviously this team would have made playoffs last season, but I definitely think these two players are far and away worse than uh back. and Joel's. You know, Absolutely. probably not match fixers, but you know, so that's a plus, but feel wise that that's a definite downfall for them. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think this is a this. I think this is a clear downgrade, and I'm not really. I don't think there's really too much to get like excited about with this move. Um, let's see next move. Uh, some positive news. Uh, so, Rise. You know, uh, who we all. I think. Note as a potential as a standout team in season 36 you know they did play very well they narrowly missed out on playoffs uh they lost their org because of quote organizational issues which sounds like the org ran out of money or ran out of interest um and they got picked up by uh, velaz who previously hosted an advance in a main team anything we want to say about this other than happy or not homeless
0: yeah, Let's go.
1: Just just a Yeah, that's of, I think that's like, basically it. I mean yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I do think this is like one of the more capable teams in Premiere that actually excite, excites me as a good decent prospect. So the fact that they not Oregus and they're just gonna get picked apart or believe the Valorant is always a positive. Um next
0: move. Well oh, hold on one second. Oh. Just just with Velaz, like the one thing that like I wouldn't necessarily say that this is an organizational upgrade. Yet. No,
1: I I'd say I'd honestly lean towards probably downgrade because
0: my eh. personal experience with Velaz—they've—we got into some like Twitter beef because they were like buying Discord servers from like a, like they were doing some weird stuff like probably four or five months ago. So this is not super topical, but it's just like
1: no, I understand. It's... take
0: take Velaz with a grain of salt right now until they pro- until that org proves themselves to be. Let's like,
1: yeah. let's let the paychecks clear before we you know before we say anything. I mean. You know at the end of the day advanced, you know orgs that sort of operate in like the lower level premiere slash advanced space they're kind of all similarly bedroom they're all sort of similarly like it's one discord. or two passionate people discord yeah, so i mean, but at the same time like this org is this, this org is paying a team to play n a c s go right now so that's we'll a positive in my book. Yeah, them, you
0: know. Okay, now it, here's a yeah.
1: <laughs> now here's an official move. I'm going to qualify as a stupid. We don't actually care about premier move. Uh, PDHM who came through relegation added uh, POW and one goon. And so for those who don't know, POW played with the team in season 35 with X under logic, where they almost made it. I think they finished like fifth place outside of relegation. And they're adding this guy named one goon. Um, see here's why their move is basically stupid is because one goon is an open is an open slash main player who doesn't really have any league experience he seems to just be like a roster rider slash stand in who got put in because he's a friend of the team and they told me that it's like oh he's just our friend we can't find any players um the not finding any players thing just sounds like bullshit to me because i remember one time i did the math it's like there's like 200 there's like 200 or so players in advance. There's like 300 or so players in main. And there's like 450 players in intermediate. Of those like 700 players, 700 to 900 players, you really can't find anyone who has more experience than one goon. That just speaks to me that they just are going for comfort and they just want to have play puggy-wuggy and have a good time rather than be like a true roster. Any thoughts, anyone?
2: Yeah, my take on that is I think that's a little bit... I think it's a little bit critical, but you do raise a really fair point. Um, I would, would 100% I, – I want to see them actually play in Premier before I come to any assumptions whatsoever about that roster, just because, frankly, in their advanced season, even though they were playing, you know, a quote-unquote, like, pug style, like, they looked committed. Like, they looked like a very talented squad with potential. You know, they, they were both hitting shots, and they played great off each other. And so – But do you – but,
1: I mean – but they don't have nightmare and they don't have dangle. Don't you think they that's don't
2: have nightmare? nightmare? They don't have dangle, but I still don't want to write them off yet. Give them like uh, first two matches of premier if they're hard. Okay, stopped, we'll, we'll come
1: back. You. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Pow is not awful, mind you. Like he's an experienced advanced player. It's just the one goon thing feels to me like this classic issue with NA players where they're like. Oh no, we don't really want to scout for a player we've never played with. We just want to play with our friend because we, you know, we know what we're getting, and we don't want to like experiment and we don't want to try Who's new your players. Listen,
2: player. listen, coming <laughs> coming from personal experience here with players that are on paper completely inexperienced and have no right to be playing at a high level, I am very skeptical to write off anyone until they've actually played. I'm not. A I, I know we're different people. I'd rather I'd right. rather
1: be wrong. I'd rather be wrong and him be great than be like yeah, there's one goon guy. Could be good. It is, probably won't be. I mean, depending on who they play first, it'll be like, oh, he puts up a 1.30 rating by running at them with an AK. He's so good. And then he plays like, you know, like extra salt and goes like 3 and 15 or something. But yeah, so moving on, another team that's probably creature comforts at home is uh, Rise has left SKDC. They're currently on the hunt for a fifth. Um, It's probably going to be Armin. And he, Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Thumbs down? No. Yeah, nothing really to say here. No. SKDC isn't a serious lineup. Semphis and Desi are cool to have in the scene, but I don't think it's really a really serious roster. Uh, next up, we have uh, Recon 5 have uh, dropped dead, but also not dropped dead. Uh, is... Definitely a thumbs up for me. Can someone, explain, yeah. can someone explain to me what happened? Because I was in the thick of it and i don't know what's really going
0: on so this is my understanding because i i went and you know tried to find some answers but basically the way that it was put to me um was let's see here the the way they put it was long story short they got baited and thought players mutually wanted to not play with each other um or otherwise they would have kept them all so what basically happened was, um, let's see here, because Twice and Saturn didn't really know anything, right? That's
1: yeah, that's what they told me too. Is that like they were surprised that Recon Five was like, we're sad to see you all go, and they're like, wait, what? We don't want to fucking go. We want to stay. Like, mm-hmm.
0: so it's just it's so weird because it's basically they had two people from the team. I don't, not quite sure which two, but um, they basically had two pl- two players from the team who said, you know, we're we're splitting up. And they they both told the org, and I guess you know nobody in the org decided to kind of check with any of the other players before that happened. Before they decided, you would, decided to you would have pick-walker. to
1: assume that it's Cobra and Jazz Pimp, because Cobra was quick to say, "Peace, I'm out," and Jazz Pimp has left for uh, Chococheck for some reason. I don't really know what he sees in that team, but hey, more power to you, guy. Um,
0: TikTok, chocolate milk, I guess.
1: Yeah. Hey, if you can't like. <laughs> i mean this guy did play with x recon 5 so it's like you know he doesn't exactly i don't think he's exactly like an uber competitive like player um yeah yeah, That what you said basically lines up with what i heard is that it's like some players wanted to go some players wanted to stay through amazingly poor communication they basically just like stalemated um and then the org just accidentally dropped them. It seems like they're having like gonna do like a reunion tour where it's gonna be like twice, Saturn, uh I think Slight and um I think that's what's on the table right now. Can I know there's a fourth player, can someone refresh my memory?
2: Uh, I believe they have well. They actually they still have Austin on the roster, but, oh, I, think, yeah. I, but think I think Austin's supposed to be um, potentially leaving. So that's
1: what I've heard too. So, but I mean, Austin. You know, I mean, Saturn, Slight, and Twice is like a fair shake to rebuild a team around. Um, and I mean, we all liked the Recon Five roster, you know, last season. We thought they punched above their weight, and Twice and I feel like Saturn are important pieces of those. So I guess here's hoping to a speedy recovery for you guys, like. Yeah, I don't know, you know, it's a team that did well in playoffs, and now it's basically spontaneously combusted for no discernible reason. Uh, yeah, so I guess, good luck. Now, here's one of our top stories for the night is High Coast uh, dropping their team because they apparently ran out of money. Uh, and the team's <laughs> largely gone their separate ways with RCF and Boo returning to Yaz Bench because of the loan. Uh, ben Leet and um Ben Lee and Pone Alone sticking together and bringing on DJ and Infinite, and obviously Munster staying on his coach. And they are currently in the process of finding a new org, which I find highly unlikely in their current climate. But let's take it. Let's. So obviously, there's not. You can't really have an opinion about them losing their org. It's universally bad. So let's try to focus on like the player Let's focus on the in and out of the players. Where do we Where do we feel with let's say losing RCF and Boo and bringing DJ and Infinite in?
2: So, DJ has that you know historical chemistry. Infinite's a very talented player, although he's uh, slightly more unproven just right now just because he's not been super active over the past mm-hmm. few seasons. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, once he's back in form, he should be um, a straight-up upgrade, in my opinion, to Boo or RCF. It just really comes down to how well DJ's going to be able to punch um, in, in premiere like right, just fragging wise and stuff like True. that. Because um I don't think they have space for someone that puts up substandard numbers on that roster, um, the way it is with their playstyle. So I've never
1: really been like I've never really understood like the DJ like people being down on DJ because I've always thought he's been like a very capable player and
2: DJ's very good. He's very smart. Um but he's not the most like mechanically talented and he's not a playmaker either
1: but and i definitely think like i know one angle that's exciting is infinite and Bentley are obviously longtime teammates and you know collaborators so i feel like everyone knows each other already so we can just hit their ground running once they find the fifth um we didn't get to talk about it last week but the fact that they were knocked out in like a super overtime you know wacky fashion by rbg i was like oh i can't wait to see this team next season because we didn't really see their full potential and now we're basically we're somewhat starting over again.
0: Well
2: you're yeah, uh, curse them. Start-
0: yeah, yeah. We're completely starting over basically. I mean but you gotta personally a- personally I feel like losing RCF is like a huge like or both RCF and modem. Losing or M O T M is apparently he prefers to be called as said from twitter but modem i think that losing those two players is going to be kind of brutal for that squad cuz it felt like they were they were pretty big difference makers especially rcf pulling up in clutch moments a lot of the time just as an opera. but yeah i don't know well it's definitely we're we're resetting the square one a little bit with them but you know we trust in in Munster. It's kind of
1: funny because this roster is very reminiscent of like the old Party Astronauts which eventually evolves like through over three years into High Coast. Um, I don't know. It definitely feels like DJ's like a comfort player for them which unlike, you know, when we talked about comfort players earlier, at least DJ can like hang and I don't necessarily, like I don't, his removal on, his removal on High Coast was justified but at the same time like I definitely, he's a player that I've always thought is good enough for premiere so it's like i'm not super worried i think they'll still be a top team if they stay together um Mm -hmm. we're going to speed up a little bit here uh lex returns to mythic to fill in the hole by znf i don't like Eh. it Eh. i don't think that's a comfort player
2: i mean mean, the, the whole point behind mythic is it's kind of just a comfort team in the grand scheme of things so it's not too surprising to me. Obviously, it'd be nicer if there was a more talented, or proven player, player in that, in that 30 spot. Years
1: old and played Valorant and played Battalion and hasn't but really given a shit about CS:GO in like three years. So yeah, that whole good. point
2: is that you market count the the path of pro Counter Strike pathway through streaming, and Lex provides that to a certain extent. So, right, so it's it's not too bad. They'll probably it's be in
1: playoffs again because that's just what they kind of do.
0: Yeah, and like that's that's the thing with Mythic too. Is it's like it's like almost it's just like a marketing campaign done out of love for the game by like Flam. Yeah. At this point, so it's <laughs> like, of course, it's not a move that you're like, yeah, they're going to pro league with that, you know? It's like, I guess, it's I not just their goal. The last move
1: think, is just like I don't know, man. I well,
0: right, but bringing some bringing like
1: audience. another Jo bringing like another young player like Jojo. I just feel like they're like. It's slowly becoming like old guys' club again. It's slowly becoming like an old guys' club roster, and I don't know about it. Um, well, hold, so, on. hold on before before we start on thing. as
0: well. The like I personally think it's a bit sad to see ZNF go, especially because ZNF was pretty pretty, He's damn pretty good. He's pretty fucking player. good, yeah. Yeah, and you know when when Mythic was running on all cylinders, and it was you know we had. You know ZNF and like everybody was playing really well back with like the old lineup. Like it, it felt. You know, I just feel like you know it, it, it's a bit of a shame to lose ZNF at this stage, but yeah, let's scoot on with our six uh, six minutes twenty five seconds remaining.
1: Levitate dropped their team because they said they didn't make playoffs. They sure fucking didn't make playoffs. They're pretty bad. They lost Ghosty, and they have a coach on trial. His name's RDB. Um...
0: Local... local uh,
1: honestly? Pie local... Center. Pie...
2: Yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I am excited to see Levitates, like, return. We saw that right there at the end. We saw them do all right there at, like, That's the true. end of relegation stuff. They have fire in them. It's not completely gone. They deserve their spot back in Premiere based off of their relegation result. And I so, mean,
1: legally, they do. Or legally, if you win relegation, yeah.
2: I, I listen, don't know. you're my new Imperium. It's only up from here.
0: It's Only up from think? here. Also, I'm sorry to that I, I didn't mean to call you a shit poster. <laughs> I know you watch this show. He's <laughs> a bit of a me. He's but a yeah, nice I,
1: guy. He's a nice guy. I just, you know, it's this is another one of those teams where it's like a, they're like one of the have me nods of Premier where it's like they just kind of hang out in the league. They steal a couple wins. It's only but up I don't, from
0: here, Jeff. It's, it's only, only up from here. From here.
1: Uh, okay. Now, uh, speaking of a team that is a have me, is RBG have added and. That's a hot fucking move right there. That's, that's what that's you like to see. Because for money. those who don't know, yeah. Rbg is like is on the come up. They did a deep run in Premiere, and Claesia is like the hot pick of you know is the hot young hot talent
0: hot of the single in your area.
1: Hot, he's the hot single in your area of NACS Go right now. Um, most eligible bachelor in North America. Um, now I don't want to take. You know credit for it or anything, but I did float Clazia to interested organizations after the season ended, and what can I say he's He's made it to the promised land. What do we think about the move?
2: uh let's just say I am RBG's number one supporter in North America. I will buy all of their stuff I will support them till I die, and that is it
1: I gotta upgrade I gotta over upgrade over Wolf.
2: Absolutely. So what yeah. Claysia adds is he adds a lot of experience. He adds a ton of ideas, uh, just like a different style to play the game. And so you just added that level of depth to a team that's already super hungry and super driven. And I wouldn't say in a honeymoon period, but they're definitely like reaching their peak. And so I think they just increased their peak like two times almost
1: he's pretty fucking good yeah this crazy guy clicks heads good
2: yeah
0: i would put it honestly to some degree like if you like the addition of cynic to triumph like that that's kind of what this move feels like it feels like they're they're getting like just a direct upgrade and that's exciting because i really i've you know i'm really excited to see where R B G is able to go with this so
2: and 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 to be honest like Wolf, Wolfie wasn't even like that bad. Like he did his job really, really well too. And Definitely, the yeah. fact, and the fact that it's still like a, a actual like big upgrade. Like I'm excited to see what the new I, rbg this, is going to be. This
1: team could. I mean, this team could, will probably go deep again. Now we're running out of time, so I just want to touch on Triumph uh, Viz. I'm gonna. We obviously know, unless you're, you know, if you pay attention to the scene, there's likely changes coming to Triumph that are large and systemic. Um, I think we should say Viz for next week because we'll have more context of who's going to be replacing him, um, or who's going to be replacing him and how it sort of affects the composition of the team next season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shelve that for now. We'll talk about it in week one. Um, and the final notable like roster move change is Imperial have made the jump over to NA. And they've brought uh, former MiBR player Fair with them. Uh, is Brazil going to win Advanced again? You think? I'm leaning yes. towards. Yeah, yeah. No. Yes, absolutely. I don't. There's, absolutely. I don't see a team in advance that could beat them. I mean, it's the same guys who got rolled over by Pain. Um, and I mean, honestly, if foreign teams want to do it and they want to come and destroy our division, more fucking power to them. If NA teams can't step up to the plate, I'm happy if the opportunities go to these foreign teams, and it will. I think in my my theory is always it'll make the NA teams will have to wake the fuck up and stop comfort players and actually like try. And we do know that, for example, the Argentinian team 9Z is coming to North America. We know ATK from South America is coming. We know Bravado from South America is coming. Um, there's been rumors of other teams sort of floating the idea of coming to North America. And you know, if our scene's gonna have more foreign teams in it, I'm fine with it. I mean, if you're, I there's certain teams at the bottom of any premier who I think haven't had to earn their spots for a while. And honestly, now's the time for you to have to finally earn your spot in the division. Uh, we're really 100%. running out of time right here. We have about a minute left. Uh, so I'm going to just briefly touch about on the topics that we're going to push in next week. So obviously we'll be talking about triumph. We will be talking about Viz. We'll be talking about the changes coming to that. We'll be talking about the organization, everything about that next week. Um, we didn't forget about our beloved Extra Salt and their European adventure, and we'll have the added context next week of their pe- playing Australis tomorrow. And I know I was talking about it in the pre-show a little bit with Jacob, but I honestly think they can fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I think they can be. A, I really the hope they can. This is the weakest Australis has looked in probably since they've signed Australis, and so I mean they've lost the vice. The rumors are more players on the way out. Bubsky is rusty as fuck and i think they're all looking in great form right now so i, I mean yeah
0: I, if, if extra know. salt can pull it off i, I i'm giving a fat 60 percent chance that is my that is my percentage meter i've got the flag up already jeff and i were already posting tweets tonight we are we are hyped we are we re- are believe, ready
2: i believe in oc supremacy i don't Be know if there. He
1: be there or be square it's honestly with 10 seconds left i kind of want to like touch on this it's amazing the transformation i've had since they were cloud 9 and the simple change of you think losing like player you think like losing floppy and um wow. floppy you know, do you think like losing Floppy and the other person who I can't bottom would be really bad I'm for them? Sure. But it's turned out that like adding Marky and Fang, they've been dynamite since then. I'm really excited to see their continued European adventure, and we are now really out of time. So
0: yes, yes, we are. So thank you for hopping along with us for the uh, first episode of season two. And we'll be back next week with another episode. So stick around and uh, leave some comments, subscribe, like the video, or yeah, I don't, can't really like on, well, you can like on Spotify. Follow us, uh,
1: follow us on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Do, do uh, subscribe to our RSS feed. Um,
0: if, you're, if you're that kind of person. But yeah, so thanks for uh, tuning in, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Goodbye. Peace.